Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always I am joined by Dana Mashevsky and Pastor DJ Lura. Hi Ryan. How are you? You know it just got me thinking you're like giving Dana a hard time about the buttons and you know don't hit the the wreck button it'll wreck it. Ha <laughs> 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 hey It's good that we have Dana here because she loves dad jokes and the worse they are the better she loves them she is god bless For anybody that can see my face they would don't know dana it's reluctantly comes in when we're like hey we're gonna go podcast why don't you come join us and it's like what like 10 degrees in this room yeah it, uh, it's, also it's, blanket. it's not bad it's not bad begrudgingly begrudgingly is, is the word begrudgingly it's it's cozy compared to outside where it's like uh, polar bears are running for cover because mm-hmm. it's so the wind is so burr. it is not the warmest room in this place but it's not the coldest either no no no, no. there is uh, yeah the music room is cold that's cold in there well hey so, we got stuff going on we got all it's kinds an of exciting stuff. week it's 2022 january's coming to a close and yep. what do we do at atonement at the end of january we are doing fmsc as this is released we will be right in the throes of it. <laughs> of FMSC. What? Throws. Throws. I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> you sound like a like a trained thespian actor. Yeah. Throws. Yep. To be or not to be. To be. That is the question. Or not to be. That reminds me of uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> to die. To sleep. No more. All right. Great. So um, we're in the sermon series. We're in the sermon series. We are in a sermon series. But did you did but you follow what what Paul was talking about today? Like he laid out this whole. The guy has something in his mind of a direction. If you're one, if you think like everything that we do week in and week out may just be random. Mm-hmm. Paul, Paul, there's there's saga happening. We're there's going like somewhere. An overall yeah. cosmology, mm-hmm. and we just finished on what I like about God, and that spoke about what you know, what we think about God. And now we're moving to this new sermon series, um, uh, the realignment, life, realignment of life. Yep. And um, that's about what we think about people and worldview, really, like how we mm-hmm. look at, at the world. And we just had our annual meeting. And so Paul's message, Pastor Cross's message was about... Um, uh, kind of like the st- st- state of the union, state of the church yep. address yep. of where where things are um, at atonement. And so I had all of these things on here that we're going to get into a little bit later uh-huh. uh, in our in our conversation. We can dig into what he talked about yeah. on Sunday. If if we get through, wow, what a, what a what a great um, uh, listener we have. Yep. Who brought in a message? What we need to give him a nickname. Like we have, we have Derek W. Derek W. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> is this is this like Todd E? <laughs> it is now. Can we say it that way? I don't know. I guess he'll let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, from, sounds like a rapper's name. Yeah, some kind. Todd E. This comes from Todd E. If you are watching on the YouTube's, you can see that I have this paper in my hand. But if you're not, you can hear it. Hear oh, it. It's, it's, right, it's right there. What do you mean it's completely unnecessary? unnecessary? Well, I want to make sure that I need to make sure that they know that we're not just making this up, that we've got it right here 
That's right. And it was brilliant, like in, a light bulb going on. Yeah, in my formerly donut-stained hands. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I've been doing the whole 30. I just got done with it. And oh, today yeah. was the first... I don't know where those donuts came from. Were those were those Sandy's donuts? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I could are, feel are, are, the weight returning. Are you on a sugar <laughs> rush right oh, now? Oh, so good. In fact, we should get done with this entire episode in about 15 minutes. We can cover 30 <laughs> minutes in 15 minutes. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us. No, we did not speed up the audio at all. This is real time. I haven't had a Sandy's donut in probably two months, and it was... Glorious. I can die glory. happy. I can die. I mean, t- take me now, Lord. We're not going to top this day. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yes, we have a listener email. If you would like to submit an email, you can do so at atonement.live or atonementfargo.org or thatpodcast.net. You can even put it in the comment field of the video or audio that you're listening. Well, can you do it on, on Spotify? I don't know. YouTube's you can. YouTube's you can for sure. You can do it there on our Facebook page. We have a, that podcast Facebook page. Yeah. Anywhere. Or you can email us directly. If you have our emails, go to the Google and search that podcast atonement Fargo. And you'll find all of our stuff. That's the one. So we have a question. Just not me. Just, I just want to put that up. Like, don't email me. Don't if email Dana. My email. It's, it's going not straight going anywhere. To the junk. How come this one bounced back to me? <laughs> oh, it didn't bounce back. She replied with nothing. All right, this is from Todd E. Todd E. Todd. Todd E. Writes <clears throat> on last week's podcast. There was a discussion about First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse three, and how no one can say Jesus is Lord except through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. In Matthew sixteen, Peter professes to Jesus, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God," and then Jesus blesses him. In Galatians two, Paul proclaims, "The life I ne- the life I now, now live. live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who." loved me and gave himself for me. And in Romans three says the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe all three of these point to faith in Jesus through the Holy spirit and our salvation through his forgiveness of our sins. Preach. Is there a difference? Is there a difference between saying Jesus is Lord and son of God or son of the living God or son of the most high God? Sure. And how does this align with the response of the demon-possessed man Legion in Mark 5? He sees Jesus coming from a distance. He ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torture me. His response is a faster recognition of Jesus than, than any of the other people around, and he is fearful. Mm-hmm. With his acknowledgement of Jesus being God of the most, son of the most high God, is that akin to the demon saying Jesus is Lord? If that is the case, does that mean demons have the Holy Spirit yet have committed the one unforgivable sin? And how can a demon with the Holy Spirit commit a sin against the Holy Spirit, as in Matthew 12? Or... Is there a difference in the meaning of Lord in the first Corinthians passage? Correct, sir. A meaning of both the forgiveness of sins and also of the power and dominion over all. 
Is the demon referring only to the human side of Jesus and not acknowledging his ability to forgive sins and grant eternal salvation? Wow. Wow. I need something big. Where Where is... Where's, where's the bowling trophy on this one? I know, right? Woo! That that that's it's it's smoking in your yeah. fingers. And I, so I read the question. You get to give the answer. All right. So, um, simple answer. It, it all has to do with context. Okay. So, um, part of what Todd is talking about. If you look at Mark, right, you have this language of um, legion, right? So it's it, it, when someone quotes something. It's always good to go look at the scripture itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, the demon runs up to Jesus. He's legion, so he's, he's several. And he says, what have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. So a couple things. Um, let's see if I just walk this through. All three of these points, this is what he says, to faith in Jesus through the Holy Spirit and our salvation through his forgiveness of our sins. Amen. Is there a difference between saying Jesus is Lord and Son of God or Son of the living God or Son of the Most High uh, God? The difference has to do with context. Okay. In 1 Corinthians, it translates as no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is inferred in 1 Corinthians is that you're not just saying that Jesus is the Lord, but you're saying that Jesus is your Lord. Okay. It's, it's the ownership of it. Like, okay, so um, we got a president of the United States, right? Mm-hmm. His name is Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He's the president of the United States. We would all agree with that as mm-hmm. a factual statement, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is he your president? Oh. That question. That's where it gets. And and you had this stuff with when the previous person was president too, President Trump. He was president. We would all agree that he was the president. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we, people may quibble yeah. about how, how <laughs> right it was. Is he your president? See the difference? Yeah. So what is, what is being inferred in 1 Corinthians by Paul? He's talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And he makes this statement that, if you want proof of the Holy Spirit, you cannot say Jesus is your Lord except by the power of the Holy Spirit. It has nothing to do with a, the factual recognition that Jesus is the Lord. Uh-huh. It has to do with him being your Lord. Only the Holy Spirit can do that where you would say Jesus is my Lord. Does that make sense? So are you saying that legion was referring to him merely by title and it had nothing deeper than that what i'm saying is that in mark Mm -hmm. when you read mark notice that the demons and and the spiritual creatures recognize christ's authority okay more so than the disciples in fact the disciples are always getting it wrong all the time right which is what todd was saying in the email right and you know who the author of of mark is peter okay uh, it's thought that a guy named John Mark wrote the gospel of Mark. Well, who's John Mark? He was, um, one, he, he had a, a falling out with Paul cause he traveled with Paul and Barnabas and they had a splitting of ways and, and Paul left, I think with Silas and Barnabas left with John Mark. John Mark ultimately became kind of like the, the, uh, the scribe of Peter. And okay. so he recorded basically how Peter looked at the gospel, okay. looked at the story of Jesus, 
And so what is what happens in Peter in in the Gospel of Mark? He's always getting things wrong over and over and over again. And so are all so are all the disciples. They're just they're not getting who Jesus is until Jesus is risen and the Holy Spirit is given. Okay. But prior to that, the supernatural beings recognize who Jesus is because his lordship is not hidden from them. And you know, Todd speaks rightly that legion comes in fear. Uh-huh. Because this is the Lord and the Lord will destroy him for his deeds that he's been doing. Okay. Are you following are, are you following that? It's not faith in Jesus Christ as his Lord, it's a recognition that Jesus Christ is the Lord with the phrase most high God. In the Old Testament, most high God is how Abraham, Isaac and Jacob knew God, El Shaddai, God Almighty. Another way to translate that is most high God. Okay. Um, there's another one. There's another word to use it too, but that's that's the one that fits best for me. El Shaddai. Saying you are the most high God is that you are the almighty God. Okay. Um, it's a it's a title as compared to a word of ownership. Uh, uh, Jesus is uh, the son of the living God, but he's my son of the living God. He's okay. my Lord. It has ownership in it. And and okay. you cannot say that without the Holy Spirit putting that faith in your heart. Because the thing that the Holy Spirit is doing, the, the imprint, the proof that you have the Holy Spirit is faith. Okay. Gotcha. Make sense? Yeah, I think so. So, so this would be like going to um, uh, President Biden and saying, hello, Mr. President, but in, in your mind thinking, I hate this guy. I yeah. got nothing for this man. Right, exactly. Okay. You know, but so it's I, respect. Yes. But not. Well, a, a better example would be like, uh, can we all agree that Justin Trudeau is the prime minister of Canada? Mm-hmm. Right, but he, because we're not. But he's Canadian. not my prime minister because I'm not Canadian. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. That probably so, makes more sense. Yeah. Right. Rather than whether you like it or well, <laughs> yeah, whether, you know, your personal preference on who is well, whether you like it or not, he's still your president. If you're an American citizen, you don't have yeah. a choice. But right. you know, it's not faith. <laughs> sure, yeah, gotcha. It's more ownership, and that's that's wh- that's where the devil is, uh, uh, the demon is falling under the authority of Christ. Okay. Okay. And he knows it. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then it goes on, and he says. So if you get that part, then the most of it just kind of falls into place. Um, his response is a faster recognition of Jesus than any other people around. Yep, and he's fearful. Um, faith and a relationship with God has has both fear or an awe, an awe of God along with uh, love or trust. That's That's what distinguishes a faithful person from an unfaithful person. Um, th- this is what's, um, this is how Luther spoke about faith. There, you, you have both fear and love. He says it over and over again in the small catechism. We are to fear and love God. First commandment, second commandment, third commandment. Every, every definition of the commandments, he begins, we are to fear and love God. We are to fear and love God. We are f- to fear and love God. It's, it's, it's this, uh, relational thing. And it's fear, not so much as God's going to smite me, but God's God and I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's probably a better way to understand the fear. Kind of like, mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> my dad's probably gonna listen to this. I could probably, probably. Take, I could probably take my dad out back and and whoop him a bit, 
I'm I'm 30 years younger than him, and um, sounds like a challenge. Yeah, right. <laughs> like great. Uh, and yet at the same time, I still fear my father, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to take him out back because you know, he he fights dirty. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean by fear. Okay, love falls more into the category of what you want, I want, um, and. Love is is grasping something not because of what you get from the person, but it's almost like it's a desire to be in complete relation. It, it, how do I explain love? Love is love is like taking someone else's wants and making them your own. Okay. When you think about love, that's that's how love works. And so to love God is to know that you are loved and therefore your response, your relationship with God isn't based on on punishment. Like I'm, I, if, I, if I do good, I'm going to get good stuff. If I do bad, I'm going to do bad stuff. It's deeper than that. It's like the love that a child has for a parent. Mm-hmm. You, you completely rely on that other person. Um, and so that's what that, that fear and trust comes to. Does that make, does this at all make sense? When we talk in the Bible about a relationship with God, it really is like the relationship of a child with a parent who deserves to be loved as a parent, mm-hmm. that you completely rely on them, like a small child. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's faith. Okay. Okay. So his response is, okay. If that is the case, because the demon says Jesus is Lord, does that mean the demon have the Holy Spirit yet have committed the one unforgivable sin. Um, from what I've just repl- uh, explained before, no. Um, it means that they don't have faith in Jesus. They're recognizing the authority of Jesus with the language. It, the Greek's a little murky on this, but when you go back to 1 Corinthians, a better translation would be to say, no one can say Jesus is your Lord. Okay. Except by the Holy Spirit. Sure. Okay. Um, and how can a demon with the Holy Spirit commit a sin against this Holy Spirit? Here's a question for you guys. What do you think is the unforgivable sin? Blaspheming the Holy Spirit. What does that look like? You know, that was that's a question that I always uh, like. What is that exactly? Is it just rejection of the Holy Spirit? Overt? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it in a logic sen- logical sense, when Jesus says... God will forgive every sin but the unforgivable sin. The unforgivable sin is refusing to let God be God. It's refusing to receive God's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So why is that unforgivable? Because you won't let God forgive you. Okay. You you become the ultimate stumbling block to God's grace. Uh, And someone might say, well, God's grace is irresistible. Yes, I'd agree with you. Therefore, the unforgivable sin is to reject the Holy Spirit entirely and refuse God's godhood in your life to be merciful to a sinner like you. Gotcha. So if that's what he means by the unforgivable sin, then, well, yeah, I mean, in in the scriptures, the, the demons, the spiritual beings are always um, against God mm-hmm. and against the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is sniping them. He's, he's like the American sniper. He's just taking them out all through Mark. Yeah. So... Um, it's not that they committed the unforgivable sin. They don't believe in Jesus as their, well, I guess you could say they are. Um, they recognize who Jesus is. They just don't trust him. They don't believe in him. Sure. Um, and how can a demon with, and so he's, I, 
like I said, Todd's going down this logical conclusion that we've already kind of answered. So, yep. and how can a demon with the Holy Spirit commit a sin against the Holy Spirit? Well, a demon with the Holy Spirit cannot, the demon yep. doesn't have the Holy Spirit. Or is there a difference in the meaning of the Lord? Yes. That's where he, he hit it himself. He answered his own question. <laughs> <laughs> or is there a difference in the meaning of Lord in the first Corinthian passage? Yeah. It has to do with my Lord as compared to the Lord. A meaning of both the forgiveness of sins and also of the power and dominion over all. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Todd, you don't even need us, man. <laughs> Todd E is on it. That's great. Good stuff. Great question. I loved it. When yeah. I saw it come through, I was like, oh, this is a dandy. Yeah, it is. This is a this is a doozy. Yep. This one's a head scratcher. Next time I need more than like twenty minutes to think about it though. <laughs> hey, I emailed you yesterday. Oh, you did? Yep. <laughs> So that's your own you fault. Had a, you had a that's full twenty-four. I, I, I was I was keeping the Sabbath because I've been told that no one's no one's died from hard work, but they've died from not keeping the Sabbath. Well, that's true. Are you trying to get me killed? <laughs> no, is that what's going on? No, sir. No, no. Sending me work on just, the Sabbath. How just, dare you? Just trying to see if you were, and evidently you were not. You're t- tempting me. <laughs> All right. This is all just a test. Todd, Todd, thank you so much. Thanks for the question. Thanks for listening. Um, Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yep, absolutely. So there we go. Answered that one. That took you, I think, like 15 minutes. Good. Yeah. Told you. (laughs) Yeah. I got that sugar donut in me. We're ready to rock and roll. All right. Now, going backwards a little bit to to Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Let's hear yeah. about it. All right. So uh, kind of the, the tail of the tape, as it were, for 2021. It was kind of kind of uh, a review and a, and a glance forward. Yeah. And boy, I'll tell you what. COVID has been such a weird and crazy time. But ministry here at Atonement, I mean, expanding the kingdom, the gospel is just exploding mm-hmm. and running wild. And it's fun to see it. Um so where we are today, Paul named off a couple of things. The first thing he said was um, celebrate. Mm-hmm. Do you think we have a lot to celebrate at Atonement? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Um, we, we have been able to, despite the pandemic that you mentioned, we've been able to uh, continue on with a lot of different ministries and... Um, and like you said, also expand our ministries, mm-hmm. do things that we weren't doing before that maybe we should have been, but uh, COVID kind of twisted our arm a little bit and said, all right, you're going to do them. Well, it's funny. I just, I think that all three of our roles have expanded and changed. Like originally mm-hmm. when I was called here, I was called here to be the third uh, ordained minister, pastor. So it's it's doing pastorly duties, um, uh, preaching and teaching the gospel, administering the sacraments, praying for the sick, uh, um, um, you know, visiting, visiting the sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my, my, I guess, focus role was to be, uh, like my areas of, of focus were supposed to be specifically evangelism. And I believe like family ministry, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of have a touch on, but I mean, it's not what I would have thought the the specific roles were because of how we've had to had to change things. I mean, if you think about like evangelism by itself, everything we do is evangelism. You're involved with evangelism. You're involved with evangelism, mm-hmm. um, and family ministry too. Like, it's not just 
Sunday school and, and, and children's church and, and that kind of stuff, family ministry is discipleship. It kind of, and so everything overlaps with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think about your role yep. and how much it's changed mm-hmm. and expanded. And it's, it's tied in quite a bit to, to the broadcast as well. And you're, and still doing youth ministry mm-hmm. even through the broadcast. Yep. And I think about Dana's position and how much that has um, evolved, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you came on in this last year, so yeah. that's this has been your first <laughs> your first year here. She you don't know, know what it she is. She know any better. <laughs> this right. is just what it is. This is just what it is. And um, but but she it, she knew she was going to be on the podcast when she was hired. No, I did not. I thought we made that very clear. That yeah. was not Pretty ever sure brought up, wasn't it? Nope. Oh, that was the old bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> there was no mention of a podcast. But I mean, I mean, so much to celebrate because yeah. because ministry is happening, and and it's kind of fun to discover interactions with people through a medium like this, like talking with Todd. E. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to take off. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> it sounds it, it sounds a bit like you know. Who names a rapper Todd, you know? <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, but you bring up a, uh, an interesting point. Um, we have been able to, uh, in years past, we have a lot of what we refer to as snowbirds or people yep. who uh, will go to Arizona or Florida or somewhere it where it's, somewhere it's, it's that's kind not of here. cold here in the wintertime. Somewhere, somewhere that is not here. Where if you're cold, it's because somebody turned the AC up and forgot to turn it back down. Exactly, But somewhere where it's cold and you complain that it's cold, but it's still like 80 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now those people are able to keep connected with us online um, and, and, you know, not come back going. So what's happened over the last, you know, however many months. Right. What what have I missed? Yeah. Uh, Nothing. Nothing. You're catching it all. Speaking of cold, I was watching that. I, I wake up in the morning and I check the news because that's what we do in North Dakota. Yep. Uh, primarily the weather. The weather is a big deal. Other parts of the country, they just open the door and look outside. Yeah. Like, oh, On days like this, you have to get up and check the weather immediately so that you can automatically tell your kids, nope, you have to get up and go to school yes. today. On time. Mine was just whether fun? or not, like, do I need to wear six shirts or do I need to just yes. wear <laughs> like, how many layers do I need? So I'm watching, I'm watching the weather and I hear Al Roker say, uh, on, on, he's on one of the morning shows and he's, and he said, um, they said, how's the weather there, Al? Cause he wasn't in the studio with him. He's like, it's a little chilly. It's about 46 degrees. And I laughed out loud. <laughs> I was like, like, what? 46 We'd be having degrees. a heat wave if it was 46 <laughs> degrees. I'd like, be putting on shorts. Oh, it'd be shorts and t-shirt weather like, for oh, sure. Oh, okay. So now the snow is melting. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, 46 degrees. Can't wait. Yeah. So we've done a lot of expanding. We have we have that to celebrate, that we're able to reach people in ways that we were never able to reach them before. Like this podcast, I think we've talked about that before. Uh, when I started in June of 2019, I came to your office and I said, we should do a podcast. And you're like, yeah, we should. Sure. I think it sounds. was more like, hey, that sounds great. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> That's a great idea. Uh-huh. So a lot of my conversations with Ryan go, hey, yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you say? Uh, 
So, or actually, I think it was more like, hey, that sounds great. How do we do that? And you're like, I don't know. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And then we had to. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, there, there's this, there's uh, the streaming, there's all kinds of different things. And, um, you know, we just kept right on moving. And now we've got that plus the stuff that we were doing before. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Going on mission trips again and, and having confirmation back in the building. Yep. Mm-hmm. FMSC right FMSC. now. If you're listening to listening to us and and you haven't signed up yet and it's right now, it's right now. It's right now. <laughs> Go sign up. Go pack. What's you know matter? what? You can come down there and I bet you they'll find you something to do. Yeah, unless it's after like eight o'clock on Saturday. Well, that's true. Yeah, then you're out of luck. You're out of luck, uh, or before before Wednesday. <laughs> but um, they'll probably be hearing this on Wednesday, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, Thursday. 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 So, so if you're if so come on Wednesday. <laughs> if you're hearing this before before February 2nd or after February 5th, then you're out of luck. You're out of luck. But in that window time between <laughs> 9 that's, and 9. That's late. <laughs> in 2022. Right, yeah. In 2022. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so a lot to celebrate. Dan, anything you want to add? Again, I'm just here. That's why she's the best color commentator in the business, Ryan. Right there. It reminds me of Major League with the guy next to, next to, uh, uh, gosh, what was his name? Bob Euchre. Bob but I, Euchre. I, I, can't, I can't remember his name in the movie, though. Dynamite analysis. Anything to add? That's why he's the best color commentator in the business. Um, the next thing he mentioned, though, and these are points that he brought up about where we are today. Um, there's always a couple of, of um, always active mandates in this church. No one likes the word mandate, so that's why I'm playing with it. There, there are a few directives that are always operating. Okay. And it's, and it's worldviews that, that we aim to instill in uh, all, the, all the followers of Jesus here at Atonement. And this mission or vision for the, the expanding the kingdom is uh, welcome, invite, evangelize. Mm-hmm. That What is the church to do? Uh, it, it, it can always be tempting for any congregation to basically become its own little club. Sure. Um, right. Especially when things are going really well, you know. But the work of, of, of followers of Jesus for 2,000 years has been to welcome the stranger, mm-hmm. welcome those who don't know Jesus, invite them to know Jesus and evangelize, share the good news with them that they can know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I said, when Paul first said that to me, I said, yeah, I love it. Repeat. Mm-hmm. Welcome, invite, evangelize, repeat. Welcome, invite. That's, it never ends. It's, it's the ongoing job of the church until Christ comes again to welcome, invite, evangelize. And just imagine if, if, uh, if we had 10 people, that all decided that they were going to live this in their life and they were going to welcome, invite, and evangelize Monday through Saturday, pretty quickly 10 becomes 20, 20 becomes 40, 40 becomes 80, 80 Mm -hmm. becomes 160. It becomes contagious um, and, and normal to share the gospel. I mean, living as a Christian in the 21st century, even in Fargo, North Dakota, is counter cultural. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be the cool kid on the block? Become a Christian, because it's it's the exact opposite of of where everyone else in the world is. Mm-hmm. Um, following Jesus is is that 
radical of a worldview um, to love neighbor, to love God, to limit yourself for the sake of your neighbor's needs, especially in such a loud political culture Mm -hmm. to be about pointing to Jesus rather than to ourselves or to whatever political bent we have week in and week out is it it really is countercultural. Yeah. So, um, moving on, uh, Paul talked about resources and assets that we have here at atonement. And as he likes to say, and he's absolutely right about this, that, uh, we have an embarrassment of riches. Mm -hmm. Um, not just, you know, equipment and space and so on. But there's like, there's just this, this energy and this, this excitement, this spirit Mm -hmm. um, here at atonement of wanting to share the good news of Jesus, wanting to love each other, to love our neighbor in this space. There's, it's, it's, it's a very, um, for me, it's a very liberating place to be because there's no concern on, there's very little concern about doing ritual the correct way. Mm-hmm. Like church has to be this way. Sure. And you need to do it this way. And I've been in other places where that was very much the case that uh, we do things a certain way here. And if you don't do them, do them this way, then you're not doing it right. Right. I don't get that from atonement. I get a different, a different spirit, which is um, if it points to Jesus and it encourages people to have faith and it shows love of neighbor, uh, let's, let's do it or let's at least try it. Have you noticed that? Would that include any professional wrestling? I really hope so because Atonement Slam, hey, I ran it by some of the retired pastors in here, and I didn't get looks of you're, you're doing it wrong. It was more like, <laughs> hmm. It's never been That's done that way. One. Yeah, right. I mean, I won't be there, but <laughs> God bless you. It's not my thing, but like, if it works. Wow, it sounds great. I won't go, but... <laughs> so there's a little uh, a cheap plug for atonement, atonement slam. slam yeah february 12th if you're listening to this before february 12th but it's but but also 2022 <laughs> the staff that we have the volunteers that we have the people that that come here that find community here um that are in relationship here there's there's a joy of wanting wanting to be here mm-hmm. you know yeah um and that's that's very refreshing I wish more chor- more churches as a whole, and you get individuals who are like that, but congregations as a whole would find that as freeing as like the identity of atonement has been that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this church is what, 50 years old? Yeah. A little over. A yeah. little more. But yeah. it has this real sense of, of, 52. of, of mission over substance. Yeah. Um, partnering. You know how many partners we made in 2021? We made a lot. In 2021? Yeah. We, we talk more about partnership, and I think that's a good way to speak of it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh. We had one big one that I know of. I was like, I can only think of one. But I okay. Don't know Which one are you thinking of, Dana? The, I, the, I don't remember. I, I just call them, the, I call them the Church of Grace because the rest of it is yeah, too big. Yeah, because I'm like, there's letters, there's a P. I don't know the correct <laughs> order. The Pentecostal Holiness Church of Grace. Yeah, that which, one. Which is an, uh, an inter-African community of immigrants primarily that's mm-hmm. that's started that's been in the Fargo Moorhead area mm-hmm. and we have partnered with them they're they're worshiping here and it is 
It's so it's good. That it's that started good. in uh, October, right? Yeah, I think it was October, and uh, they are growing as well. Well, and it was a Holy Spirit thing of mm-hmm. the whole relationship starting. Their pastor Silas came in here, and we'd been praying as a leadership staff, the pastors and um, and Gail, and praying about you know, Lord, we want to do something with the with the um, immigrant community in the Fargo Moorhead area, and we have a a, a sizable um, African immigrant community in, in Fargo Moorhead, mm-hmm. but we, it had to be focused on Jesus. It had, that had to be the key thing. Mm-hmm. And so we were praying about it and, you know, that God would intervene in some way, open our eyes and who shows up about an hour later, but pastor Silas saying, Hey, would you guys, any chance we that- need to wor- worship and you have space. Yeah. Can yeah. we worship in your space? Pretty cool. And that started the the partnership and relationship with them. Yeah. But alongside them, we've started to partner. And this is something that's been on the heart of the leadership as well, the board and, and the leadership team is about, we have this embarrassment of riches. We have original resources that we've developed. Can we partner with churches, especially during the COVID season that are, are having a tough time, can't afford a full-time pastor like rural churches, right? Like like rural church. Yeah, am I saying that wrong? Rural, Ru- no, I, rural. I don't. I don't know. Did <laughs> you say I it at all? Question in my head. So. I don't think you said it at all. Oh, maybe, I, uh, maybe well, you did, and I didn't hear you. I, uh, r- rural was, churches. <laughs> that, it would recur that, but it could be urban churches as well that just don't have enough. They're just. But what what we've partnered with so far have been rural, rural. R- Why do I have trouble saying that? Rural, rural, r- rural. Rural country churches. <laughs> I can't even form the word in my head anymore. Right, we've been partnering with rural churches. <laughs> the itty bitty country runs. That um, you know, it's not about us coming in and saying, "Hey, uh, you're you're doing it wrong. Do it this way." Yeah. But rather, hey, we have these resources. We want to walk alongside you. We're all yep. do, aiming to build up the kingdom. How can we? How can we support you? How can we help you? And and we're finding ways to do that with, with um. Uh, I, I can say more than a couple, a few, a few, a few churches so far. And this is something that we tried uh, uh, making networking this summer through that podcast and mm-hmm. just got crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted anything. You're to do what with now? That. <laughs> podcast. Mm, no, no, no. That doesn't sound like anything I want. <laughs> sounds do. like, sounds like a group that's going to try to sell us uh, extended warranty <laughs> on our car when they get here. <laughs> Um, so, so partnering and, and partnerships and not just that, but, but we have a, an onsta- a longstanding partnership with like feed my starving children mm-hmm. and getting those up and running. Um, whereas through the pandemic, when we couldn't meet in person, it was more about holding connections together. Now it's yep. about doing things together. Yeah. And that's, that's fun. Um, so he, Paul, uh, the next point that Paul said was, um, prayer that he says here at atonement, um, he, he, he puts these two things together. Prayer and Bible study is the blocking and tackling mm, mm-hmm. of the kingdom of God. I thought yep. that was really clever. Um, I hadn't heard of it that way, but he's right. If you're, if you're going to follow Jesus, what are two things that a follower of Jesus does? Well, they pray mm-hmm. and they read their Bible. Mm-hmm. Every Christian I've ever met that I've been like, now that person's a Christian. They did those two th- things. Yeah. Even if they didn't do anything else, 
I knew that they prayed and I knew that they read their Bible. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they would pray with me and they would be reading their Bible with me mm-hmm. in the interactions that I would have with them. Well, that's what we need to be about. And for the most part, um, we're, we have a pretty healthy prayer and Bible lifestyle at atonement, at least the encouragement of it. Um, I don't know if people, you know, are reading the daily devotions on their own or at home. Um, but that's, that's at least what we need to be encouraging people to do. Cause that is the blocking and tackling of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So. And, uh, the last one that he had on his is that we need to remember, um, I guess uh, uh, he, he <laughs> our, our senior pastor has a couple of sermon series that I think have stuck in people's minds over the years. Yep. There's and two in particular. Two in particular. Can... Um, uh, <laughs> one of them you just alluded to. The kingdom the of God is like football, yeah. right? And blocking then the other exactly. one is rearview mirror. I, I wasn't here for this stuff. So I wasn't either. So yeah. you got to fill us in, Ryan. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I think he said seven years ago, this past Sunday that he did a message where he actually went out and got windshield windshield. I think he got two of them, one for each one for the sanctuary and one for the ark. And he had the windshield up on, on the, you know, up on the stage. Yep. And, uh, he talked about how, um, you know, you got to look through the look through the windshield. Uh, he said, and he he had a he had a rearview mirror that he carried around, and he said you have to have the rearview mirror so that you can glance at it. Don't focus on it. Don't focus on the past. Glance at it, and so you know where you came from. But your focus should be what's in front of you, where you're going. Yeah, that most of your focus should be. Yeah, that. But the rearview mirror is federally. Required by law, right? Mm-hmm. It is, it is. But so what? What, the, what does that tell you? It's good to know where you came from. It, yep, it's good to know where you came from. And yeah, he he made the point that the reason that your windshield is so much bigger is because that's where you should be focusing most of your time. And but he he also tied it to Mark, um, uh, one fifteen. This is this is where the rearview mirror really comes in 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 handy because mm-hmm. our rear view doesn't end in the seventies. Or the 90s or 2000s? 90s. 90s. Or even 1971 uh, when Atonement was founded. Our rearview mirror goes all the way. Why can't I say my R's this morning? It's like it's too cold. <laughs> Our rear view mirror goes Rural. all the way back to, you know, the beginning. Mm-hmm. And in um, when Jesus starts his ministry, his ministry starts with... Um, I tell you all, repent and believe the good news. The kingdom of God is at hand. Yeah. Or the kingdom of God is here. And he was talking about his his ministry. That's that's what's to remind us who we are and what we're about. Mm-hmm. Expanding the kingdom. Until Jesus comes again, that's really the job of Christians is to expand the kingdom. And the reason why uh, we've been expanding the kingdom for 2,000 uh, years uh, is because we have a long-suffering, merciful God who wants everyone to come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. So... That's why he hasn't rolled everything up yet, right? You know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a surprise. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um, no one knows the day when when the sun comes. Um, no one knows but the Father, according to Jesus. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, so that's kind of the 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 tale of the tape here at Atonement. 
Well, what are we going to be about in advancing God's kingdom? This is what this is all about. Um, we talk about active discipleship yep. or actively following Jesus every mm-hmm. day. It's not that I just come to church on Sunday, wear my Sunday clothes, and then, you know, uh, Monday through Saturday, I'm, I'm heathen, right? <laughs> it's about following Jesus all the time. Uh, intentional outreach. You know, what are our strategies to invite others to know Jesus? Not just as a church, but in your day-to-day life. What strategies are you using? There's nothing wrong with thinking through, how can I best share Jesus with my neighbor today? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a, it's a long walk. It's, it's a relationship thing. And witnessing to someone the love of Jesus, because sometimes you tell someone about Jesus, doesn't click with them right away. Mm-hmm. But it's inviting them into your life. That's intentional outreach. Loving service, feed my starving children is a good example of that. And these overlap, like you talked about intentional outreach also, you know, feed my starving children touches on that too, because we're having people from all over the Fargo-Moorhead area come together. It it really is like, this is what church is all about, in my opinion, what feed Mm -hmm. my starving children looks like. You don't even need a label on it. It's like the love of God is there and it's, and it's open and it's, it's transparent. It's not hidden in some way right it's not like a bait and switch <laughs> i came here to help my neighbor and all i'm hearing about is god what's this all about no um, i came here to run your facebook and now i'm sitting here on a podcast ex- communications like that. now that's a bait and switch Commu- right communications director communication are we communicating right now we are well there you go Oh, and you, you shut her down she's got nothing to say you stopped her communication right there yeah, um, See, now if Sarah was here, I wouldn't need to be here. <laughs> Sarah, she called in, said she couldn't be here today. Ha. <laughs> well, and, and these three things, discipleship, outreach, and service, are... Put your hand down. <laughs> she wouldn't give me a high five. Hit it twice because it's twice as nice. One. There we go. All right. It, let's see if I can get this out so we can wrap this up. Christ-centered, Bible-based, and spirit-led. That's the kind of the fuel. Mm-hmm. That's my tackling fuel. <laughs> tackling fuel. Well, you said, you know, blocking and tackling is... Yep. is uh, pray. Well, tackling fuel is Christ-centered, <laughs> Bible-based, spirit of God. <laughs> you both know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. Okay, good. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Oh, you don't? No, oh. she has no idea. Bobby Boucher? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that one? I know that one. It's from High Quality H2O. <laughs> Coach, not only can I do that for you, but I, I yes, I'll do that for you. <laughs> As Paul would ask, it, it's not anything like you expected, was nope. it? No, <laughs> not. Well, that's a good. That's a good follow up question. We should wrap this up. But Dana, one year in, mm-hmm. do you wish you would have <laughs> taken the blue pill? <laughs> no, I like it here. What oh, if I God. told you? <laughs> How deep? Now, the if you were to tell goes. me what my other options were, I would maybe <laughs> think about it. But I don't know what they were. So, well, we caught you just the right time. Then limited yep. options. Yeah, hook you in. It's different, right? It's mm-hmm. different than you'd expect. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's it's good. a good thing. It's a good thing. Is that good enough for today? I think so. Be sure to join us as soon as possible because we're going to have, um, well, we're going to have stuff 
from FMSC next, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that'll that'll be out. Uh, if you are not getting this before um, FMSC, those episodes will be coming out as well. So fear not, as they say. Who says that? Them. You just did. Oh. They, okay. Those guys over there. Them. You. Of course. Yep, we'll have we'll have some. I, we don't know yet what we're doing from FMSC, but it will be live, um, and it will be uh, recorded so we can put some stuff out later. Um, we have a lot of a lot of fun ideas, and there will be a lot on the social medias, and the YouTubes, and where else, in printed format. Well, we have VHS. Do I even know what you're talking about? Anymore? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Just rat, just, just making stuff up, now. giving you a bunch of work to do, <laughs> promising things. See, this uh, is the problem, though. Is that's what you do? Can you can you find the VHS camcorder anymore? Like one of the big ones that looked like no. a like an eighties. My like shoulders an, getting sore. Like an eighties get uh, gittle blaster. Remember those things? No. Oh yeah, breaking breaking two. Probably yep, like not. A boogaloo. <sighs> I'm just, I'm just going to shut it off. It's just, we're done. All right, now. let's wrap her up. All right, then. Sounds good. Can I pray? Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for uh, my two uh, friends here and, and the conversations that we have, the goofiness that we have. And it's not done uh, to be insulting in any way to your goodness, uh, but it's, it's actually a joy. And that's coming from being claimed by Christ. And I pray, Lord, that... Um, that you would bless uh, Feed My Starving Children's mobile pack in 2022 here in the Fargo-Moorhead area, um, that that not only will good work be done to feed children all over the world as we pack these meals. I mean, thousands of, of children will, will be able to, to eat and, and get the nutrients they need, and, and uh, um, but that lives would be changed as well by those who are packing. Um, we get a chance to be heroes. How often can we say that? Um, it may not seem like a big deal, but packing for an hour makes you a hero to someone around the world who needs that life-saving meal. So uh, please bless FMSC. And, and Lord, um, thank you for walking with us and continue to guide us. Let us be faithful to your direction and your plan for the ministries here at Atonement and in the Fargo-Moorhead area for the sake of expanding your kingdom. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. If you are looking for a place to worship this weekend, of course, you can join us right here on site at Atonement Lutheran Church, 4601 South University Drive, or you can find us online at atonementfargo.org, atonement.live, or on the YouTubes by searching Atonement Fargo. So for Dana Mashevsky. <laughs> for Dana Mashevsky and Pastor DJ Lura. I don't my- even think Dana realizes she's just... Yeah, so bad. If I had a if I had a quarter for every time she shook her head at me, <laughs> you'd have at least oh, two quarters. I'd, be, <laughs> I'd have a lot more than two. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us. See you, see you again next week for another riveting episode of that podcast. That was good.